0: Alright ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, welcome in, it's good to be back, September 25th, 2020, hello everybody again, it's Gabriel Hernandez joining you live for another episode of Kicking It With The King, it's been nearly a week since we have been here, shout out to everybody that's tuned in and listened to the last two segments of the show, I apologize, massive apologies to everybody, I know I'm supposed to be a little bit more active and putting more episodes out, but in that Case, ladies and gentlemen, that's why we're back today. We're here on Friday. We don't. We 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 have a rare day off. I didn't have to go to my other job today, or do anything else along those lines. So, ladies and gentlemen, found a way. We made time, and here we are back here. We're back at our stomping grounds. We're not anywhere else. We're at our stomping grounds where we normally record the show. So, like I said, as always, ladies and gentlemen, sit back, relax, and enjoy yourself. Spark up a blunt. Pop open a bandello, or in my case, hit a pen, hit a stizzy, smoke some weed, smoke a joint. doesn't matter what you do as long as you listen to the show. And before we begin, as always... We are available everywhere you get your shows. Kicking it with the King is available on all the major podcast providers. You get your shows from, your favorite shows. Ah, excuse me, I was about to cough. I almost choked on my own foot. You know how you choke on air sometimes and you cough? Um, but we're available, ladies and gentlemen, on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher. Stitcher. I was going to say SoundCloud, but we're not available on SoundCloud. We're available everywhere you get your shows. Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, everywhere you get your shows, ladies and gentlemen, leave us a five-star rating, review, and you can visit the website directly at www.anchor.fm forward slash kwtkpod, ladies and gentlemen, for um, all the latest episodes that we've done, all of every single episode that we have recorded on Anchor, and like I said, if you want to sign up for your own subscription and download Anchor. On your own terms, ladies and gentlemen, you could use Anchor to download. I just fucked that whole entire thing. Ladies and gentlemen, like I said, you could use Anchor to create and start your own podcast today. Anchor.fm forward slash kwtkpod forward slash start. Or, I think I fucked the whole thing up. Let me edit the last part out. That's why we shouldn't freehand certain things, ladies and gentlemen. But, Anchor.fm forward slash start to start your own podcast today. Or, if you want to pull out your smartphone or Android iPhone and download the Anchor app in the Google Play Market and or the App Store, go ahead and do that. But, anyways, let's begin. It's We have a good show to plan today. A lot of pressure was on me today to do the podcast, obviously. It was a long, long day, and it's got home probably nearly an hour ago i popped open modello um took a couple hits of the new stizzy that i have just recently bought the other day um so i went into the weed shop called pax right and i bought um what is it yeah so last time i had went into this weed shop right they didn't have uh the stizzies they didn't have the full grams they only had the um was it they only had a half gram and they only had the disposable one too so they didn't have any regular like cartridges you know ones to plug in the ones that recharge and stuff like that so you know i was kind of turned off for the fact but i guess they got a new shipment in and you know now that they got a shipment in that you know they restocked on a lot of the favorite ones so i went and got a new pin obviously and it took about probably a month or a month or so and a half maybe a month or so to get rid of the full entire gram you know like the last entire month and that's a pretty long time if you think about the amount of time that a lot of people smoke throughout the day i'm the kind of guy that smokes a lot during the day and gets pretty high more times than not during the day so it's like you know it's perfect for me especially because like i know i'm very busy and stuff when i work and stuff and so i'm not able to just sit at home and get absolutely do toasted all the time or anything like that but it works perfectly for me so yeah we i did that the other day and um you know, I, I I don't know. It was pretty fucking crazy though. But um, yeah, man, it's popped open a Modelo, popped open a you know, like I said, ice cold beer. Put my feet up. It's been a long day. It was fucking hot outside. And anyways, but anyways, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into it. And we got fights this weekend. Um, what is it, UFC, two. Fifty-four. what number are we on, is it bad that I don't know this kind of thing, it's been a while since we've covered some fights here, let me look it up, we got Israel Adesanya versus Paulo Costa at long last this weekend, I can't believe it's happening, it's not only happening but it's happening from Fight Island, so it's going to be exciting, man. I'm excited for this fight. It's a very uh, very interesting fight. It's been a fight that has been stemming and boiling for a long time. A long, heated rivalry for a very long time. And at long last, at, at all times, at all times, we're getting it. In 2020, we're getting this fight. We're getting Israel versus Costa. And, you know, wow, it's going to be interesting. Let me see what UFC it was. Um, right, UFC news. It's UFC 253. I knew it. Yeah, it was UFC 253. UFC 253 airs this week on live on ESPN+. Plus, You do have to pay for the pay-per-view, though, for anybody that doesn't know. But, yeah, man, it's an excellent fight, man. Two undefeated fighters going up against each other. I mean, they don't like each other. But on top of that, all bullshit aside, I don't know whether it's a beef or it's not you know you got to look at both sides boom in the red corner you got Israel Adesanya very flashy very quick you know you know very, you know he's more flashier than anything you know he's flashy he's accurate you know he says describes himself as a sniper and he very well may, may be a sniper out there I man it's insane to see and you know he has a lot of skill and you know almost fights like he's in a video game and you know I remember that fight that israel had with anderson silva it was like a, the passing of a torch he's like the modern day anderson silva and, you know obviously like i said it's a huge obviously um huge pill not huge pill i was gonna say uh um, a huge you know a role to fill and i don't know israel has done some fantastic things don't get me wrong but there's still a couple more challenges ahead, and there's some top contenders at middleweight that I'd still like to see him fight. Even though, like I said, he has this big, giant Brazilian monster supermodel, very always handsome, the very you know very powerful, very quick, you know landing the most significant strikes thing in middleweight history, or more more strikes permitted or some shit like that. I mean, Paulo Costa's a dangerous fucking guy, man. And anytime he hits you, bro, at that you you you're gonna go. You you're potentially going to sleep. I mean, if you look at that fight against Uriah Hall, I mean, for fuck's sake, they put Paulo Costa in there with Johnny Hendricks. I'm like, come on, UFC. How could they make that fight even happen? Like, going back, do you guys remember that fight? Man, That they had that fight, and it was like, dude, that, that was a complete mismatch. I mean, how much did Johnny Hendricks weigh on that fight night that he fought Paulo Costa and he got absolutely annihilated? Oh, my God. I love Johnny Hendricks. I think he's, obviously, you know, his knockouts that he's had. I mean, the Martin Campman knockout. I mean, the John Fitch one was crazy as fuck. I mean, he's had some good fights. I mean, he had some good fights with Robbie Lawler as well. I mean, obviously, arguably, it'd be this in a lot of people's eyes. So we've got to give Johnny Hendricks where the respect um, is it, warranted and deserved. But him fighting against a guy like Paulo Costa, a destructive guy like that, oh no, man, that that that's a complete mismatch. It probably honestly ranks top tier uh, one of the most you know um, mis biggest mismatches mix m- m- mix matches in UFC history. I kind of got my words tied for a second. I'm gonna take a drink real quick. But, yeah, man, this fight, not only, like, are they undefeated, but they both possess unique skill sets. Like I said, Israel, very tough, very flashy, very accurate, very calculated. Like I said, he fights like a video game character. Like an anime character, man, essentially. He likes anime, he's a big fan of it. You know, might as well say he fights it, like like an a- avatar, the last style bender. I mean, that sounds avatar-ish, right? You've seen the show, Aang. Avatar, the old show on Nickelodeon. That was a good show, man. A lot of these older shows, man. A lot of the old Disney Channel shows. A lot of the Nickelodeon shows. Classic Cartoon Network and shit. I miss all that. That's all 90s shit, man. If you ever remember those shows, those are all some of the best shows. man. I mean, Donnie Bravo. Teen Titans. Freaking Cat and Dog. Wait, wait what was it called? Cat and mouse. What the fuck was that show? Cow and Chicken or something? Why would I say Cat and Dog? Isn't that show too? I don't know. There's a lot more. I mean... I remember there's a lot of fucking shows, but that's not what we're talking about. We'll talk about that some other time. But yeah, I mean, for for a guy like Israel, man, he fights, you know, like, like he's he was born out of a video game. I mean, he's had some tough fights. I mean, probably to date, the toughest fight he's had is the Kelvin Gastelum fight. It's very very tough fight. He was able to withstand that. Obviously, Kelvin obviously got very hurt in that fight too. But Israel showed a true heart of a true champion and you know obviously he's a champion because he fights, fights against these very tough guys and the top tier people that the UFC has to offer and who else other than Paulo Costa you know he's been chomping at the bit to fight Israel for a very long time this has been a fight that's been stemming probably a couple years back, I mean, it feels like forever since these guys have been talking about each other, and wanting to fight, and the tension is kind of weird, I know I look at, <laughs> I freaking read Twitter comments and shit like that, and I'm just like, guys, people are saying and talking about the sexual tension or something, it's like, they're two dudes fighting, but you know, like, it's just such a weird rivalry, man, I can, I don't, I don't see no sexual tension, but, you know, very, two very handsome guys, no homo, not in a weird way, but you know, you got Paulo Costa, who's just built like a, absolute greek god, a brazilian greek god who hits very hard. You can call him the modern-day Vitor Belfort. He's bodied up. You know, he's very powerful, very strong, probably the hardest hitting middleweight in the UFC right now and probably the hardest hitting middleweight at middleweight other than Joel Romero. And arguably Romero won that fight. So, I mean, that that shows you how crazy the sport is, but yeah, Paulo Costa hits like a fucking truck. And lands a lot of per- strikes per minute, and you know he's very fast. He's very quick, very calculated. But it's gonna be interesting to see how he handles the crazy style of Israel. I mean, because Israel's not a guy that's gonna stand in the pocket and you know bang with you like that. But then again, he's like you know he's not like a point fighter or anything. But he's very calculated. He's not like a, like a he's not gonna put himself in a firefight. I mean, he did with the Kelvin fight. But you see, like in the Rob fight, he's very calculated, and you know, see, you see how calculated he was in the Derek Brunson fight. You know, Israel's a very calculated kind of guy, and you know, to have a guy like Paulo Costa who's in your face like that, and he's gonna have Israel on the back foot, and you know, if Paulo Costa can pressure, and and you know, back Israel up and allow him not to do those tricks that he's or the flashiness, you know, it's gonna it's gonna be an interesting night. I mean, I've seen a lot of people. I mean, I've seen these the bets that. That, that they've had, you know, for this fight, you know, it's kind of been 50-50 in a lot of people, a lot of eyes, you know, I've seen a lot of people saying Israel's is gonna get knocked out by Paulo Costa, a lot of people think Israel's is gonna decimate Paulo Costa and, you know, knock Paulo Costa and or beat him like he beat Romero, but those are two different fights, and we've talked about this before, is that the Romero and Costa fight, you know, Costa... I don't know how to describe the differences between both these guys. Paulo doesn't have the wrestling credentials that Romero has. Romero is obviously very explosive as well, but I feel like Paulo Costa doesn't like you know Romero, I, I can't disrespect Romero or I mean, there's no forms of disres- disrespect in this statement whatsoever. but Romero, you know he's very patient and you know he's calculated as well. And, you know, he kind of picks his times to burst. You know, how notoriously he has, like, three wins all by all in the third round or some shit like that, right? And he just, you know, finishes it, turns it up, and wins in the third round. Like he won against Machida. I think he beat Rock. No, he did beat Rockhold in the third round. You know he, he he picks when he wants to burst and then when Romero bursts it's fucking insane you know he goes to finish you but you just never know when he's gonna burst but a guy like Paulo Costa is just always in your face and you know he's just, every single shot he's looking to take you out so it's gonna be interesting because if Paulo really doesn't like Israel is that gonna is that gonna um, mess with his game plan because he's gonna have to keep coming forward. But if Israel's not going to be there to be touched, it's going to be an interesting fight. Or if not, you know, best slash worst case scenario, we're going to get a dud of a fight and, you know, someone's going to get their O taken away. And, you know, it's not going to be one of those moments that's going to be a memorable moment. But we're banking on this fight to be a memorable moment because both these guys, you know, when's the last time that we've had two undefeated fighters Go up against each other for a, a UFC championship belt. Take off the John Jones and Dominic Reyes one. John Jones is essentially undefeated, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about O and O like straight O and O like Dominic Reyes had an O. John didn't, but you know there really hasn't. It's been it's been a while, or I don't really ever remember a time where we had to undefeated an undefeated challenger. And undefeated champion. So it's going to be pretty interesting. If someone could point me in the right direction to show when the last time that that happened was, that would be pretty sweet to do. But I'm taking another drink, real quick, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to get buzzed here on this fucking show. So if you like everything, if you like our content, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. My primary choice for you guys to subscribe to the show would probably be Spotify, more so Spotify and uh, iTunes. Just a, it's just a—it's crazy fight, man. It can go so many different fucking ways. That's for sure. What other fights we got? On we got. I mean, speaking of John Jones, we got the former, obviously former um, opponent of John Jones, Dominic Reyes, take it on Jan Blahovich for the light heavyweight title, and pretty impressive if you're, you know, considering Jan's first start in the UFC was absolute trash, I mean, at one point in time, it's like, dude, there's just guys who are toying with this guy, beating the hell, oh, you gotta win over Jan Blachowicz, this guy beats Jan Blachowicz, who the fuck's Jan Blachowicz at the time, you know, at the time where, you know, Jimmy Mano's first win over Jan, and then who else beat Jan, I don't remember who else beat Jan, but, you know, people were just handily beating the fuck out of him, and, you know, he's a very, he was just always known for his toughness, but, He wasn't getting the job done. Now, you look at him now. Look at Jan Vlahovic in 2020. Jan Vlahovic is knocking motherfuckers out. He's breaking motherfuckers' jaws. Look what he did to Luke Rockhold. Look at the second fight with Jimmy Manoa. Absolute craziness. Look what he did to Corey Anderson. Legendary Polish power. I mean, the legendary Polish power meets the Devastator, Dominic Reyes. A lot of people thought he beat John Jones. You guys know my stance on that. I'm not gonna get into it because that that's gonna lead a whole nother fucking conversation. A lot of people, I, I'm gonna leave it in the public eye of the people, regardless of my own personal beliefs. I'm gonna say what I see, and what I see, a majority of people. There's it's divided. It's very divided when it comes to who thought won against Reyes and Jones. But primarily, if you really want to sell this fight, if you really want to, you know, create a good, probable storyline for this fight, you guys can sit there and say that. Dominic Reyes did did his job in the fight with John Jones and arguably should be the uncrowned champion. And how crazy is it for John to vacate the belt and now Dominic Reyes gets another shot to prove that he's a bad motherfucker? So Dominic Reyes gets an opportunity to become a world champion against a very tough Jan Blachowicz. Um, I'd say UFC experience wise, I don't really. It's kind of you know, kind of in the middle when it comes to who's fought who. I mean, Dominic Reyes did just fight John Jones and you know. Um, Jan's fought and beaten, you know, some good guys as well. I mean, he has the wins over Emanua. He has the wins over, uh... I think Array, if, if I'm not mistaken. Jacare, um... Uh Jan Blachowicz, I mean, he has a couple losses, too. You know, the fight... He, he fought Patrick Cummins. You guys remember that? He fucking hurt Patrick. And Patrick was able to withstand that shit and beat him by the end's decision, but... Let, let's pull let's take some time to pull up uh, the wikipedia and get to see uh well i want to see some of the some of the people that johns fought and then i'll answer some text messages cuz my phone is blowing up baby all right let me pull it up and by the way I just opened Safari on my iPhone ladies and gentlemen and I want to make some noise I want to break it down so guys guess what I got myself a brand new smartwatch I got a new iPhone uh, I watch Got a new iWatch, and I bought a new case to go with it. A nice band for it. It's absolutely nice. <sighs> Hold on. Yep, I bought a, I bought a, a new iWatch, 38mm, millimeters, and it's white. Look at yeah, here. There you are. This is completely off topic. We we're fucking looking at the Wikipedia. We we're supposed to be looking at Wikipedia. Let me just say when it... Yeah, so it arrives on... The the the, the, the case arrives on the 29th. The watch arrives on the 28th. So it, it, it wasn't that much money, to be honest with you. But it was, it was definitely worth it. I've wanted one for so long. But let's pull up the Wikipedia of one Jan Blahovitch. I want to see him, who he's fought, and I want to compare it. I don't like to compare it. I'm not going to sit here and compare, but I, I, there's a part of me that does want to see the UFC experience. But, you know, Jan hasn't even fought John Jones yet. So it's going to be that. That gives Dominic Reyes a lot, completely, you know, freaking uh, heavy experience. Heavily experienced. Uh, that gives him the experience advantage. I'd say because of the fact that he's fought against a guy who's like that. So, former KSW Light like, Heavyweight Champion, Jan Blahovic. All right. Um, he's 37 years old, too. Oh, my God. He's pretty old. All right. Let's go to um, his record. Let's pull that shit up. Okay. So, yes, he he's winning three, three uh, in a row so far. So, yeah. That went over Corey Anderson just recently. The split decision over Ronaldo Souza. Then Luke Rockhold win. And then, um, obviously, before that, you know, his lone loss, in, in a span of six fights, has been two, one, Tiago Santos. So, damn, dude, if you think about it, Jan Blachowicz's last considerable loss has been the Patrick Cummins fight. And a lot of people thought that was a you know majority a majority decision. And a lot of people thought that fight was pretty fucking close. Realistically, Jan, has only loss happened when, um, you know, he lost to, you know, he, he lost to Alexander Gustafson. Wait, no, 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 no. Wait, that's wrong. His first loss in the UFC was to Jimmy Manoa. Then he lost to Corey Anderson. But you know the fun part about that? Is that Jan Blachowicz fought and lost to both Corey Anderson and Jimmy Manoa, but he came back and he beat him. He beat them both. You know, he's, he, he finished Corey Anderson with punches. And, you know, obviously had a fucking crazy-ass war with uh with the Jimmy Manoa the, the second time around. And it was pretty insane, man. So, uh... Let's see Jimmy Manoa. Who was his last fight? Ooh. Jimmy Manoa's last three fights, or last four fights, were all knockouts. Well, no, he lost the one decision fight he lost, but... Three out of those four losses were by head kick or by KO. But, um, that's crazy. Um, damn, 42 seconds. Jesus Christ. But anyway, so like I said, the experience, I'm not really too concerned about who's fought who anything like that, but I do think that it's an interesting fight because of Reyes and what Reyes brings to the table. And, you know, the fact, like I said, if you want to build the narrative off the fact that he, a lot of people thought that he beat John Jones. You got this, this amazing number two best light heavyweight in the world, or number one light heavyweight will come out of who this who wins this fight, and if it's not named John Jones, it's gonna be the number one fighter who wins out of Gone and Dominic Reyes. And for Dominic Reyes, there's a bigger storyline around it for a lot, at least for the American fans, at least for a lot of people who are really big fans of Reyes. And I think for the UFC marketable wise and all that, I think that Reyes is a marketable guy and. You know he's a. You know obviously it's a different face. I mean, we haven't seen a different light heavyweight champion that wasn't named Daniel Cormier or John Jones. I just spilled some beer on my fucking shirt. God damn it! Pretty fucking tired though. Like you need to relax. Interesting fights, so, though. We got some interesting fights. It's good to be back, too, by the way. I really, really did uh, miss doing the show. It felt like hella long since we did one. You know, like, realistically, we haven't done an um, actual episode of the show since uh, September 13th. And then we got, uh, obviously, the um, Michael thoughts on Michael Chandler, you know, potentially being the... or being the backup for Khabib versus Gaethje. And then we got the... Um, what is it we got the not only that is we got um what was next for tyron woodley and stuff like that and speaking of tyron woodley uh we could we could we could talk about that after ufc 253 it's because we're gonna get into fight picks and i'd like to actually uh do update my life my picks live here on kicking it with the king and i wanted to kind of let you guys know who i thought was going to win the these these fights coming up and obviously cuz verdict has all the fights coming up so Adesanya versus Costa here we go baby at the top of it we've got Hakim Duadu versus Zubaira Tehugov. i have Zubaira Tehugov by unanimous decision winning by unanimous decision and, okay, Caitlyn Vieira versus Chajara Eubanks. Oh, my goodness. That's, that's an interesting fight. Um, I like Caitlyn Vieira a lot. And um, I think Chajara, Chajara Eubanks just fought not that long ago. She looked amazing as well. Um, so, I mean, she's as tough as they come too, And Caitlyn Vieira is very good too. So, ah, it's a toss-up, man. It's a very close fight. Um, I'm going to go with Caitlyn Vieira, though. I'm going to have to go with her by the end of this decision. So Jajara J- J- Eubanks, man. I, if I don't get that one, you know I should have picked it. Okay? So we'll go from Caitlin Vieira versus Jajara Eubanks. I can't pronounce this shit, right? To Kai Kara France versus Brandon Roy Royal Royval. Roy- I don't I don't think I bet for this one either. I picked uh Kai Kara France to win by unanimous decision. In that decision win for Kayakara, France. Okay, co-main event for the vacant light heavyweight title. Dominic Reyes versus Jan Blachowicz. Alrighty. Officially going with Dominic Reyes to win by M's decision. Yeah, I'm not picking these fancy fucking finishes or anything like that, ladies and gentlemen. I'm picking safe picks. I just want... You never know what's going to fucking happen, so... uh, Let's see, the main event. Israel Adesanya versus... Paulo fucking Costa. Israel Adesanya by unanimous decision, ladies and gentlemen. But may the best man win for that one for sure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and we're back. Um, one thing I was thinking about when it comes to obviously the main event matchup we have, the middleweight championship out between Israel Adesanya and Paulo Costa, was just the fact that it's been boiling for so long. I feel like it's been forever since we fucking waited to talk about this fight. Or no, to to see this fight. We've talked about it for a long time, but now realistically, ladies and gentlemen, it's fight week, and tomorrow night, we're going to get this fight. It's going to be an amazing fight, I'm pretty sure. Paulo Costa brings it. Israel Adesanya brings it every single time. Fights like he's in a fucking video game, like I said earlier. Excuse me. And I think it's obviously, if it ends up being a fight that gets let down you know to let down and stuff god forbid all this hype for nothing it's gonna be absolutely insane it won't be insane it'll be disappointing you know what i mean it'll be disappointing honestly but you know if if if, if, it, if it isn't then other than that i think it's gonna be a pretty fantastic fight honestly Friday. Oh shit! Thank God she doesn't work tomorrow, bro. Who's closing, motherfucker? Oh good. Thank God, bro. i was reading something but anyways like like i said i hope you guys enjoy like the short editions of the show the um the like the segments and stuff where we break it down like like that's one new thing i'm trying to do but i don't want to make it like oh that's not like the title of the like you know like episode two something like i want to keep doing episodes like that but i think like what we're gonna do is when we have time off and we're able to do it. We're gonna do our. Normal ep- we're gonna, obviously we're gonna do our normal episodes, obviously. But like, if there's ever a time where we have some spare time, but we're on like you know. Borrowed time essentially, when like, we have to do some or I have to run or do something later on that day or something like that, and we're able to get a few minutes in. And we're able to you know. Uh, Forge together a podcast, like a you know a segment or something like that. You know, like the Michael Chandler one and what's next for Tyron Woodley, like the ones that I had previously in the feed. You can check them out if need be um if you want to if you want to check it out if you want to support it if you want to hear what i have to say about that you can go back and check those out but yeah we can do more more things like that as well as the show so that's what that's what i'm kind of kind of for it's kind of cool that's kind of like if you go back and listen to the other episodes of segments and stuff like that we have seg- we have um the other episodes we have titled on here called segments and stuff so it'd be kind of cool to see Definitely, but yeah, especially when there's hot topics and stuff like that. Uh, Let me see. Yeah, it's my Friday. It's Friday anyways for a lot of people. And, uh, like, a lot of people are chilling and stuff right now. Yeah, I, like I said, I got back from work. I came home. I popped open a motherfucking Modelo tall can. Put my feet up. And relaxed. And then here we went. And we went and we sat here and started talking about the show. We started talking about the fucking fights. That's all we got to do. It's like, that's what we do here on the show. We talk about fights. We talk about anything else of interest. Um, this fight. This will be released before fight night, obviously. You have a bad habit of not doing shows on Friday sometimes. <laughs> and we release the fight breakdowns and shit like that after the fights. No one's going to want to listen to your podcast, Breaking Down Fights on the same day of the fights because people are going to be waiting all fucking day on day, that day to be waiting for the fights. They're not going to want to listen what people have to say on a podcast about a fight before the fight unless it's legitimate or there's something that's different about it that they're talking about that's seemingly attracting people that makes them want to listen to a podcast before a fight. You know, I feel, feel like if you're talking about a fight, like it's fight week or something, for example, you, you got to do that shit on Monday, on the first Monday of fight week. From Monday all the way to Friday, Fridays the weigh-ins, and then you got Saturday the fight. But if you're breaking it down and you're trying to talk about a preview of a fight or put a podcast out, my recommendation would be to do it on Mondays, right? That would probably be the best. But anyways, guys, um, what else we got here on the show? We could probably, we're, we're nearing the last leg of the show, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, as always, if you want to follow us, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at K W T K Pod G The King Official on Instagram as well as Twitter G T King Official on Twitter and more Anchor FM forward slash K W T K Pod to listen and stream and obviously. All the latest episodes and everything else that we've done. All the episodes of Kicking with the King. All the latest ones. All the segments. Everything you can think about. And everything under the sun that we have produced, ladies and gentlemen. So, without further ado, let's get back to some current events. Some news. Some breaking news that we can sit here and talk about here. I can't believe this whole entire show. We haven't. Took in a single hit of the pen. I'm so fucked up. Damn, look at that pussy. She's showing that shit off. So this this is a stat via the ESPN MMA account on Instagram. So since March two thousand eleven, only John Jones or Daniel Cormier have held UFC light heavyweight or heavyweight title. Dominic Reyes, obviously twelve and one, nine finishes. Jan Vahovich, sixteen finishes. Uh. exciting um all right current events obviously in the mma world It's been kind of awkward honestly like it's the one that's come up uh regarding one uh former ultimate fighter winner diego sanchez um talking about uh you know a fight you know diego's all over the place man he's 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 talked about like you know so much crazy shit and one crazy thing was him uh you know, fighting against Conor McGregor for his last UFC fight. He's not worried about becoming a world champion or anything else like that. He's just talked talked about more more so money fights and Conor took the took the time to to reply to what he's got to say. Conor's been in the news as well, so um, here we go. <laughs> this is via Conor McGregor's Twitter, um, responding to Diego Sanchez. He says. To Diego Sanchez, I've seen your recent comments about your final bout, and I am in. After you fought Bejeda, I requested for myself and you to compete in Dublin. That This was back in February when I was working on opposition for my season pre-COVID. Good luck this weekend. And then what else did he say? I was pushing hard for the season. Multiple opponents, multiple dates offered throughout, all to take place back-to-back. Then when COVID hit and the talk was that I would have to wait for crowds again, I walked away from the situation. I was waiting long enough at that stage. Anyways, all water under the bridge. Who gives a fuck? I'm boxing Manny Pacquiao in the next in the Middle East. So Connor versus Manny Pacquiao. Let's pull up Ariel Helwani's um, Twitter because he. Wait, wait. Let me see. Actually, how about the Mac Life? There we go. Here we go. I'll pull up the Mac Life. The Mac Life official on Instagram. So Connor versus Pacquiao in the Middle East. So where is that? Abu Dhabi. He said he's gonna he's gonna be boxing Manny Pacquiao. And, um, no, the reason why I wanted to go to Ariel Hawani's Twitter because he, he, he d- talked about it in just, dis- and, and description, described it and stuff like that. Um, shout out to Ashley, the MMA nerd on, um, on Twitter. You can follow her podcast as well. Um, what the fuck is it going mm MMA hot takes. Ashley MMA. Shout out to Ashley, the MMA nerd on Twitter. Um, She has a great podcast, man. She has the most, like, probably the most dreamy voice on the fucking planet. Honestly, the MMA nerd podcast is available everywhere. You get your shows as well. Episode seventy three that were just released, released today, one hour and four minutes total. Ashley, the MMA nerd, subscribe to her podcast. She is adorable. She's passionate. Um, You can fall asleep to her beautiful voice. So. Fuck yeah, man! For sure. Hopefully, you hear this, and you can hear this specific part. Jesus cries about me talking about your fucking voice going, being the most dreamy voice ever. We're saying that on a podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Letting go. Um. So going back to it, a, a fight between Connor and Diego Sanchez. Really? Are we? Are, are we gonna sit here and even entertain it? Then again, I say, we are. We gonna sit here and entertain it? But I sit here and and talking about it so how does that work huh how does it work huh 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 how does it work um i don't think i mean diego sanchez versus conor mcgregor are you kidding me like are you guys stupid are you dumb stupid or dumb huh Talk me like a dummy man, bitch. Are you dumb? Are you dumb? Stupid or dumb? Huh? Motherfucking 6 9 lyrics, bitch. Woo. Alright, let's take a hit of this pen real quick. But you know, no, in all realisticness, ladies and gentlemen, Connor versus Diego Sanchez? Dude, Connor, you know, Diego Sanchez is, is the most hittable guy in the UFC. Realistically, if you look at the precision, the accuracy. The timing of Connor And just that Connor's not stupid as fuck. I, I'm sure he knows that in, in all real reality. There's, no, pre- pre- there's nothing Diego Sanchez does that could be of a fucking threat. Come on, man. At this stage, I mean, respect is where respect is deserved. He's fought a lot of good guys. It's so fucking insane that the original season winner of the Ultimate Fighter Season 1 is still competing. And... You know, relatively still damn competitive, but against a guy like Conor, come on, man, that's 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 just unrealistic. But if it fucking happens, I'll watch it for sure. If it's, I mean, well, First things first, we can't jump the gun. I mean, Diego Sanchez has got a date with. Um, Jake Matthews. (laughs) And Jake Matthews, let me just fucking tell you, he's no walk in the park, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm gonna do some cheating on here. We're gonna cheat on this podcast. We're gonna cheat on kicking it with the king. Tapology.com slash the MMA fighter for you. We're gonna we're gonna make double picks because because um, the reason why is because verdict. If you're familiar with verdict MMA, they only do the main cards. They don't do the undercard picks. I'm trying to make some fucking bets, bro. Uh, here we go. We're already tapped in. Israel Adesanya versus Paulo Costa. I'm gonna I'm gonna link up the same picks and everything else. But I'm trying to pick the entire fight card. I'm not trying to pick don't fucking main just the main card. So we got Israel versus Decision. We got Reyes versus Decision. Kaikar of France. I'm picking Kaikar of France. Decision. I learn to do decision when I'm not com- convinced that someone's going to finish somebody. I'm going to go to t- Jaru Banks on this one. I'm going to go. You know, it's. I don't. Honestly, I don't give a fuck. If you bet differently on verdict and you're be- say Say you're betting on the main card, right? So you get the main card picks on verdict and you separate them from the topology main card picks. And you pick complete kind of... Say, for example, like you pick this person on this one. Say I pick Jan Bojovic on one side, and I pick Dominic Reyes on another side. That's kind of cheating. But when it comes to the main cards and certain fights I'm not sure that I'm doing, then I'm going to make sure that I'm uh, I, Like fights I'm not sure that I'm not too sure of. I'm going to go with um, fights that I think are... I'm gonna go with Jake Matthews KOing Diego Sanchez in this first round. No, how about decision? I'm just gonna keep on decision. How about KO TKO round two? Um. Okay. So there's only a couple. Uh... Ooh, these are big boys. I'm just doing some quick little picks here. Some of these I don't even know who the fuck any of these people are. Only other fights we only fights we know of is Adesanya, Costa, Reyes, Blahovic, Kaikar, France. I mean, the, the top four fights that I picked and sit like that, but yeah, it's really there's really nothing that's you know, like there's nothing bad about picking on here as well, but just it's a matter of what the hell is gonna happen. But, anyways, guys. um... I think that's it. I think that's everything we talked about on today. Everything we need to talk about on today's show. I definitely appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys, all of you guys. It's good to be sincerely back. I'm so fucking sorry for the hiatus and all that and and all that, ladies and gentlemen. But the most important part is that we are back. We're ready to go. We're ready to keep going again. I'm off Sunday, so we're going to have a post show on Sunday as well. So be ready for the post show because we're going to talk about the fights and stuff like that. Obviously, Friday, um, today's Friday, then we got the fight on Saturday. So, Sunday morning, I will be talking about it. I will be back. We will do a post show and I will call it the obviously EOC 253 post show as well. And I can't wait, man. It's going to be fucking good to be fucking back. So, I can't wait, baby. So, without further ado, we're signing off officially. This is Gabriel Hernandez signing off. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, Instagram, official. Instagram, um, as well as Twitter, official. Anchor.fm forward slash KWTKpod, and more, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, we will be back sooner, rather than later, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back. I'll see you later. We're getting off. We're signing out. It's good to be back. Like I said, I can't stop stressing that. We will be back sooner rather than later. We out of this bitch. Bye, folks.